in a fourth set at Wimbledon. Novak Djokovic took the third set in a tiebreak, and now it's two games to two in the fourth. Oh, goodness. What a nail-biter. Yeah, close, close, close match. I, I think Djokovic is going to take it. Ooh. I'm calling it now. Okay. I think, She's calling I think it. at this point in time, Djokovic is the better player. Um, Federer is a grass court legend and is phenomenal, but I just think Djokovic has the ability to grind it out for hours and hours and hours. And right. I, yeah. I think he'll just be a brick wall and that will be that. Do you think it'll go to five? I I'm having a, like a suspicion it might be done in four. <gasps> it could be wrong. I'm feeling a four set tiebreak going Djokovic's way. Ooh. <laughs> but I hope it goes to a fifth. It's nice when men's tennis finals go to five sets. They mm-hmm. usually tend to be quite epic, like the the 2017 Australian Open between uh, Federer and Nadal. Mm-hmm. That was a nice little five setter throwback. And of course, we had the Serena and Venus final that year, and that was a nice little two-setter throwback. <laughs> <laughs> nice little thirty-two minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a pretty lengthy. Well, their matches tend to be shorter because they play with such intensity that the poor points tend to be short. Yeah, like bomb, there's no, no bomb picking down and the lines and hair tucking. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and it's just their power. They have a lot of skill and craftiness, but they like to end the points quickly. That's yeah. how they've had longevity over the years. They've been efficient. There you go. Efficiency uh, is key. I am really, I am hankering for a Serena Sharapova rematch. Oh. I, there is such a crackling intensity to those matches that I always found really nice. Because, you know, Serena has vowed to never lose to her again, so she... Always tends to bring her A game to a Sharapova match, and I miss it. I think that's what Serena needs to get herself back in gear. She needs a Sharapova beatdown. <laughs> we should do like an exhibition match then. I know. Get her groove back. Because <laughs> like every tournament where she like beats Sharapova, she usually goes on to win it. Mm. And she's beaten Sharapova in many finals, which is part of why she goes on to win it. <laughs> 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 but we're transitioning away from the tennis talk. Because I oh, know gosh. that our listeners don't necessarily want me to sit here and Look talk about, about tennis. Up about the tennis. Shut and I'll be like, let me tennis. live. Let me live. <laughs> That's all I have. Oh, man. Well, we passed our last blocks, everybody. I did my uh, surge emerge block. And, and you passed them? Congratulations. Yeah, we passed. We're still on track for a 2020 grad. <laughs> <laughs> Still on track for it. Still on track. Um, how how did surgery go? I know that the average tends to be oh yeah lower. What, what was the average? The average was a fifty three out of seventy nine. I guess they took off one question, so that's a sixty seven percent, y'all. That's not bad. Yeah. You guys had a good. You know, usually, the class average is thirty percent lower than the normal class average. Oh. So you guys, your cohort did well. I feel like, yeah, we do have a strong cohort. Like, uh, our track, track one. I feel like we're a, a good group. And I'm like, everyone do worse. <laughs> to make <me> look better. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, yeah. I have to say my grades are much better this year. Oh, good. Than they were, than they were in previous year. Last year was a bit of a, 
a struggle for me. My grades were still passing within hefty margins, but they weren't what I'm used to. And now I'm kind of back to what I'm used to. Yeah, that's the nice. thing with uh, med school exams a lot of the time. You can like do worse than you normally do, but you're still like not in danger of failing. But it's just from a personal standpoint, not mm. where you'd like to be, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I did uh, exactly class average for obstetrics. Which yes. I was like very happy with because I thought that exam was very challenging and I actually left it shaking. Oh, goodness. Um, because the panic kind of took over. The questions were, I had a lot of really tough questions at the beginning that I didn't know the answers to. And mm-hmm. it's kinda really hard to tone. reset. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to reset from there when it starts out badly. So I had to take a couple bathroom breaks and just like breathe. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I was just shaking. My mind was swirling and I thought, I got to take a minute and collect myself. I have to collect myself. Good. Good for you. Good for you for recognizing mm. that and doing what you needed to do. I I don't know how well I collected myself, but I think I was a little, <laughs> I was a little less Macy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had a little less swamp ass when you went back. <laughs> <laughs> and then pediatrics was above the average, which, um, I don't know, based on what other people were saying, I kind of got the impression that was going to happen because I thought it was a reasonable exam and a lot of people thought it was very hard. Yeah, so. it all kind of depends on how people prep, I find, because mm. there's not a lot of like structured instruction yes. on how to prepare for the exam. So if by chance you kind of end up doing what works best for that style of question or whatever it may be, then mm-hmm. you know, people can, do, can uh, perceive the exam quite differently, I find, in Med 3. Yeah, because our first two years, it was, if you studied the lecture content, then you were pretty much okay. Mm-hmm. And now, if you study the lecture com- content, you will fail. <laughs> you, will you will go fail. down in a blazing, <laughs> oh blazing <God>. fire. <laughs> if you were like, oh, well, I, yeah, I know the lectures inside and out. I'd be like, oh, honey, <laughs> honey. honey. <laughs> You need three more weeks to prepare. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Because it's a, and then there's they don't give us any other guidance. I would say we have to find our own resources, and mm-hmm. we don't know because the topics are so broad. The objectives are no pediatrics. Thank you. Oh my you. god, yeah. It's like be a well-rounded clinician. You're like, okay. How does that help me for a written exam on <laughs> minutia? The MCQ. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it's very challenging, yeah, to find. You don't know if the resources you're using are appropriate. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're spending a lot of time learning a particular topic, if you're going down a rabbit hole that won't benefit you, but then you think clinically going down this rabbit hole, it will benefit me. So you're yeah. always trying to balance, like, trying to be the best, you know, clinician you want to be. But also, you have to pass the exams in order to become a clinician. Yeah, it's a it's a real balancing act in many ways. A tightrope. A tightrope, if you will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we passed, everyone. We passed. Uh, rumor is whether that's factual you can now fail two exams and write supplemental um is that i feel like that's right like you can't fail more than two i think okay because i always thought it was you could rewrite one 
But I think maybe that maybe the policy has changed and you can rewrite two, which means no matter what, we can we can <laughs> we can basically pass the year now if that's true because we only have two exams left. <laughs> so we're kind of. But of course, if you don't pass the rewrite, then you God, don't. That pass. would just be such a hassle to do. Uh, yeah, to study during your electives would be, especially yeah, if you failed. Then- your last block exams and then you only had like four weeks to prepare yeah and while it doing happen, this like don't you have to fly back for it yeah if you're on an away elective you yeah. have to fly back for your Oof. supplemental which i think they would probably host on a saturday to give people the physical option of not derailing their elective reputation by right. leaving in the middle of a day yeah, just like wednesday like oh i'm off wednesday thursday because i have to fly <laughs> back to rewrite an exam thank you i'll be back <laughs> i'll be back for a reference letter <laughs> yeah lord remember me because i'm gonna ask you for a reference letter <laughs> so that that's that on that we're that's hoping to pass everything and we're gonna work hard and do our best and we're gonna give it to if there is a higher power up there, we're going to give it to you and hope you look after <laughs> give us. Give up the ghost. Give up the ghost. Stop the haunting, baby. baby. Yes. <laughs> there needs to be one episode of this podcast. Just us doing karaoke. Just us hemorrhaging. <laughs> karaoke to stop episode. the bleeding. <laughs> uh, well, I had so. mentioned that my call wasn't ideal for peds. Because... Mm. I had my first two weeks, I had Tuesday call. So then I was post call for an academic half day. Oh, that's the worst. So we had like grand rounds in the morning on Wednesday that I have to stick around for. And then we had lectures from like 12 to 5. And I'm like, Lord, this is a bit unfair. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of pediatric lectures. Yeah. And then uh, then I would have calls Saturday. So I had that my first two weeks, Tuesday, Saturday, then Tuesday, Saturday. So this weekend has been a nice break. Uh, yeah. my first weekend not on call since Peach. Um, and then I have another weekend coming up, a Friday, Sunday. But then I think the admin redeemed themselves a little bit because they gave me my last week a Thursday call. And so I'll be post-call Friday. And I think that's the long weekend. Isn't that oh, a long weekend? That, I think it might be. So I'm like, I don't, okay. I don't think in terms of blocks is not what I do. Um, right. So I, I wouldn't know when your six week mark would be up. Oh yes. I'm, I'm like, I don't even know where I am tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, it's uh, the holiday, and I thought, oh well, that's sweet. Isn't that sweet? <clears throat> it is. They did you right. Yeah. They did right by you at <laughs> the end of the day. So I'm like, oh, watch, I'm gonna get like a Friday or something. No. But no, they gave me a Thursday. Oh, I just, oh gosh, I shouldn't have looked at my schedule next week. Oh no. (laughs) I'm in the, I'm in the OR twice, two full days. Ooh. And my first, oof. So I'm in the OR tomorrow all day and I means I have to go to the hospital tonight and get a case list so I can read around it. Mm-hmm. And that I'm never worked a... out for me. Oh, it didn't? Well, it did I'm for the a... specialty uh, rotations, but not for gen search, because you just never knew where you were going to be. Right. I'm in, I'm in orthopedics tomorrow. Ah. And 
Yeah. The person I will be with has a propensity to be unkind. (laughs) So I am going to just have to commit to showing up and doing my best. And if I get yelled at, I just have to tell myself it's not about me. Honestly, that's the me. best advice that I can give anyone going into a surgical rotation is like, don't take any of the comments personally or like as an insult to your intelligence or anything like that, because sometimes they're just grumpy. Yeah. I sometimes things. The... Go ahead. Go oh. ahead. Yeah. I was going to say that I love Go all ahead. the signs. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the signs that they had down in our hospital, bef- like going into the OR and like in sort of the the lobby, I guess, of the of the OR area where you can still like not have a hat on, <laughs> not have a little scrub cap on. Oh. Uh, it was like no whining or like whiners will be charged five dollars and like no abuse beyond this point. And all these signs. I'm like, this is where I get the worst of it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> when I walk through these doors. So these signs aren't working, y'all. It should say abuse starts beyond this point. <laughs> Expect abuse Expect beyond abuse. this point. Rough oh. waters ahead. Oh dear. But and uh, I, I just I I don't have a thick enough skin to handle abuse. Like I don't know. Well, I just have to commit. I just have to commit to being the best version of me tomorrow. <sighs> I should actually. I'm going to message my roommate who is working this weekend and ask him to get a, tell me what the case list is. Mm, that's effective. My favorite thing now is now that I'm done my surgical block, I see some of the, the general surgeons and some of the ones who weren't the, the most kind. <laughs> and we walk by each other in the hall and they're like, Oh, Hey. And I'm like, hi. And I think you were so rude. <laughs> <laughs> when I was there. Yeah. And now you're like, hi. And I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> I'm like, gosh. <laughs> I know. And then you have to be sugary sweet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to yell at me for nine weeks. <laughs> I really, really appreciated coming back and sweating profusely. Thank you. <laughs> oh, there's this one surgeon who uh, is sort of the grump of, among the group. And everyone has the same story when they do a laparoscopic cholecystectomy with him. So that's when they take out the gallbladder, y'all, using those rigid tubes. And they make the keyhole incisions and just kind of use the little claw mechanisms. And mm-hmm. the it's the one that you have less recovery time, basically. They don't open you yeah. they And they, take, they use cameras. Belly full of air and take a look inside with a camera. And usually the general surgeons will have the clerk like operate the scope, you know, and that's kind of, you feel like you're doing things and you'll sometimes hold one of the little sticks and, but the surgeon will orient you in a way where you're sort of like nudged up against his shoulder and he'll like operate the scope by like banging into you he'll like shove your hand with his shoulder and then like hook your arm like underneath his arm and like squeeze it and like move it and i'm like oh oh, okay this is an interesting experience <laughs> and so like, far I... everyone's had the same experience and it's really funny oh hi he just like uh, whack, whack, whack. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's real fun. Real good. 
Oh, oh my gosh. When I when I really think about what you're saying, <laughs> I just think, what the hell, man? <laughs> and there was another there was another surgeon who we were doing a lap coli, and I was holding the scope, and I was in a really awkward position for. Oh, we were doing it wasn't a, a coli; it was a laparoscopic appendectomy. That's why I was sort of reaching over the patient, holding the scope, you know, from the opposite side of the of the of the bed. Oh, okay. So I'm like in a really stretched out, awkward position, and I don't have anything to rest my arm on, so it's real awkward. And I was maintaining steadiness, and then he was, you know, doing his thing and moving things around, and he kept banging into the skull. He kept knocking it, <laughs> and so it would go like, and it would jostle the view that we had going. And then at one point, he's like, uh, "What did he say?" He's like, "Alex, you're making me seasick. Can you hold it still?" And I'm like, "You're hitting me. <laughs> you are hitting me, sir." Yeah, and you, you know, know it. I am the rock with I... which this scope is maintained. <laughs> I'm like, you know what you're doing. You're the waves. I'm the rock. <laughs> but that's when you just make eye contact with the scrub nurse, and it makes your day a whole lot better because you just kind of eyeball each other, like, mm-hmm, we know what's really going on here. <laughs> another we day, know. another dollar. <laughs> we know the truth. <laughs> another day, another non-dollar. Am I right? Whoop whoop. Can I get a whoop whoop? <laughs> Whoop, whoop, yes. Another day, another minus $500. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Another IQ point gone from stress. Oh, gosh. If you, I find when you take a minute to like be with your body, you realize that for the last 14 hours you've been clenched. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And tense and sweating. And you're like, oh, I guess I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah. Just like going about your days, doing your rounds, seeing your consults, hopping over to the OR, heading over to Emerge for your night shift. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I've been stressed this entire time. Yeah, I'll finally like release my inner cheek from the <laughs> deadly grass between my teeth. I'm like, oh, that's sore there. Oh, <laughs> I've been biting my cheek all day. <laughs> I'm like... My, I'm like, my entire neck and shoulders area hurt. What's going on? And I realize my shoulders are like scrunched up above my ears. And I'm just like puttering around like Gollum. <laughs> muttering to myself about, I need to work harder. Where's my precious? And I'm looking for my pen. Oh, uh, yeah. So be with your body. Talk to your body. That's the take. Take home. a body break. Body break. <laughs> body break. With uh, whoever they are. Jim and Carol. <laughs> I can see their faces, but I don't know. I their know. Names. Uh, I, they just feel like a Jim and Carol kind of couple. Barb and Joe. Oh, she's not a Barb. I don't think, I don't think a Barb would she's be. She's like a Tanya. <laughs> she, I would say she's like a Karen. Oh, it's Hal and Joanne. <laughs> so joanne is close to karen in my opinion oh yeah like if someone was like joanne 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 i'm begging of you please my name's joanne take a body break and then you're like oh karen 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 (laughs) 
anywho. Anywho. Um, do you have any any life events or any news events that you've noticed of late? What should we inform the public of? <laughs> oh, ooh, 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 I heard there was like an online petition going on and 500 people have signed it to storm Area 51. Oh, I've yeah, been seeing I, some tweets about Area 51. I Yeah, so I've heard that people are like over the secrecy. They want to know for sure if there's oh. aliens. Interesting. And people are, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Like if the government is committed to like keeping that secret, are they allowed to use violent force on people raiding it? Like, I'm just thinking like the government can't mass shoot 500,000 people who are trying to see a piece of property that theoretically should belong to the people because mm-hmm. it's a democracy and the government's supposed to work for the people. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen there. I'd, it's going to be interesting to find out if it happens. I kind of hope it doesn't because <laughs> I just, I'm not ready for 500,000 people to die. <laughs> oh God. No. And I, I, I personally enjoy the mystery aspect of like, Ooh, area 51, you know, are there aliens? <laughs> That's true. I mean, what will that mean for the future of cinema surrounding <laughs> aliens if we know you know there are aliens we'd go to a aren't. You know, big blockbuster and be like nope that's not what it is i've seen <laughs> no. it yeah no nope, they don't the, look like that I've taken the there's tour only... the seven dollar tour <laughs> there's only one species of alien in the whole universe and they don't look like that no 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 <laughs> no <laughs> and everyone's like matt shut up we're in a theater and i'm like no no <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah so that's my little tidbit i i don't know please people share your thoughts on on that uh if you want it to be rated or not do you want to know the truth or do you want to keep a little mystery in your life yeah send us an email I'm... letting us know <laughs> well it's so strange that they do keep Anyway, I'm sure there's a reason, but why it's so well guarded in this. Anyway, that's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting thing to read about. It really gets that part of your mind that loves a conspiracy going. <laughs> you know, because right? we all have that within us. Mm-hmm. Another pregnant pause to allow you to reflect on yeah. Area 51 or... If there's any other area you would like explored, like the Vatican, let us know. Oh, yeah. That's one place I would love to have free reign. <laughs> Just like to really look through the ancient scripts and the archives and see St. Peter's bones. Because apparently you can actually sign up for like a private tour and go down where they keep St. Peter's bones. You can't go alone, but you can actually pay for to be that close to to them oh which i'm i wish i had known about when i was in italy a few years ago because i would have definitely um taken that opportunity to be that close to a holy relic whether you identify by any particular religion or not i think it would have some some gravitas Mm -hmm. to be that close to something so important to such a large group of people sure sure 
Sure, yeah. Yeah, Alex is like, I can't relate at all. You're an sure, idiot. Sure. But I'm going to keep a respectful discourse because yeah. I'm a professional. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you could, okay. Oh, this is a, did we talk? I don't know if we talked about this at the podcast or not, but if you could time travel Ooh. and see any era, mm. what would you like to see? Oh, Jesus. You know what? I haven't had like that urge to go to another like decade like some people do you know they say oh i should have been born in the 1920s um, I, I, I don't mean go i mean like that. but the just history just... of time oh the, i'm not saying like would history. you like to go back to the 80s and you know <laughs> and party at studio 54 <laughs> like i mean i think oh if I... like the dinosaurs <laughs> yeah like you yeah. could even yeah 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 Ooh. Because that's like two things I think of is I would like to go back to the dinosaur era to see what Earth <laughs> looked like pre-humanity. Sure. And to see what they actually looked like. Of course, I'd be eaten within a hot minute. <laughs> I hope but my if, glasses are transported with me. <laughs> yeah. Or if I could like be a fly on the wall in that time, you know, mm-hmm. right. and see what everything was about. Or I would go back to the uh, era of Jesus. And Jesus. I would have tried to to meet Jesus and see what that was all about. And at the same time, that was kind of the peak of the Roman Empire. And you could see that. Oh, that's a good really one. Like the, to see. Yeah. the Roman Empire. That'd be a good one. Mm. Or even mm. like the when Egypt was at its peak, right? Oh, they had the mass yeah. offerings to the gods and oh, all the real gold. That would be good. I used to know a lot about Egypt, but I've forgotten it all. You know, kid knowledge. Hmm. Yeah, I used to love reading about ancient Rome and ancient Greece and Egypt. I used to love classical history, mm. and I used to know quite a lot. And of course, it all got pushed out to make room for <laughs> for algorithms and guidelines and <laughs> pathophysiology. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and then that gets uh, knocked out to make room for RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, and now we know all the RuPaul sayings. I just saw something about a bent pyramid being opened for to the tourists. A bent pyramid? Yeah, and I just, you know me, just reading the headlines, <laughs> and it just looked like a little frumpy pyramid. Oh, kind <laughs> of like the leaning you know, tower of pizzeria. <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, so... uh, not fully erect. It was a little flaccid looking. <laughs> oh, well, we aren't we all? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. I have great blood flow. <laughs> 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 Promise I'm totally functioning down there. Oh, I assure you. <laughs> Too functioning. <laughs> I can barely go to work. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so Federer took the fourth set, 6-4. <gasps> I guess we're going to five oh sets. Oh, my God. We're going to five sets. So my wow. first prediction was wrong. I said I felt like Djokovic was going to take it in four. Oh God, you're I was wrong there. That. You're that. I, I still think Djokovic is going to take the title. But, of course, I'm rooting for Federer's bum. Yes. <laughs> you can shake that flash. booty all the way to the, the top of the podium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's not like I was mesmerized by the booty. <laughs> it's it's just, it's an ass. Mm-hmm. It exists. 
it's probably exists. more more taut than the average 37 year olds because mm. he works out more than the average 37 year olds but it ain't no serena williams mm. mm-hmm. you were more In mesmerized which, by him like taking a water break yeah i was honestly <laughs> i was mesmerized by his presence yes <laughs> because he's so renowned and such a <laughs> Uh, he's considered the GOAT, so he is the best in his field, and we got to meet the best person in the field, in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found mesmerizing. And he lost <laughs> the match that we saw. <laughs> yeah, well, he won the first one and then lost the second. Yeah, he was uh, injured, clearly. He was not playing his best tennis in the semis, but he still managed to fight his way to the final. But then he was playing a young lad. Named Alexander Zverev, who's very good, and you you can't beat a player like that when you're at seventy percent. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry for the tennis talk. I'm oh just my keeping God, everyone updated. Tennis-y. And like Wimbledon will be over, and you'll have already know, known like, the result by the time know. this comes out. God, this has been I'm weeks so, ago. I'm so sorry. We're like, everyone. oh my God, the score right now is <laughs> <laughs> as if people are tuning in live. Oh my gosh. I am just so sorry, Susan. Susan. So sorry. Wow. So So saucy, Susan. You've got uh, some ORs next week, so that'll be interesting. I've got. I start NICU, the uh, neonatal intensive care unit. Oh, fun! I love the NICU. (laughs) Oh. You love stealing the sugar water. (laughs) Take it it home. Keeps me calm. (laughs) The baby booze. (laughs) That would be very exciting for you. Well, no, it might not be, but uh, I think it'll be nice because I've done two weeks of inpatient, uh, very slow service these days because it's summertime, Um, Mm. and then I did a week of more like general peds clinics, and then so I'm back in the hospital for NICU. So I think that'll be good. I. I actually, when I was in my first year of medical school, one of my, I did a shift in the NICU as part of my elective, and I detected a heart murmur that had been missed by the specialist previously. Wow. And that was like, you know, a moment of where I was like, oh my God, good for me. And he shook my hand and said, he said, you're hired. Really? And And I said, I'm holding you to it. I'm holding you to it. I'm holding you to it. That's funny. But of course, I don't. I don't want to be a a pediatrician. Um, I would be a neonatologist, but I'm not willing to do a pediatric five year residency to get there. Right. Yeah. You got to enjoy the bread and butter. Yeah. Exactly. I know. There's no guarantee I get the fellowship in neonatology. So then I would be. And if I had to like default to the bread and butter of pediatrics, I don't think I would have a particularly happy career. So. Right. You're not like Gracie Lou Freebush. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I assume I'm not. <laughs> Gracie Lou Freebush hopes to become a pediatrician. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's of from, course. It's from Michigan Geniality. It was Sandra oh. Bullock's character. Well, her undercover name for the when she was in the pageant. Oh, right. Gracie Lou Freebush. <laughs> and she had donuts she in her bra. figure skating, water ballet, and taking long, luxurious bubble baths. And big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and fried chicken. <laughs> oh, that's her interview response. I just want fried chicken. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She must like big dicks then. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know why that has to be, but it, it just is. Oh, goodness. That reminds me of one of the Area 51 tweets that I saw. Let me pull it up. I don't know who's in the GIF, but the tweet goes along with a GIF, and it's this lady strutting her stuff, and she does like a smooch towards the camera, but the caption is, me leaving Area 51 after getting gangbanged by 50 aliens with 16-inch radioactive penises and their long anal probes. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, thanks. Kisses. <laughs> Just on my way home. Can't wait to die from aplastic anemia through the radioactive cock. I got mine. Yeah, I got off. Sorry, none of y'all did. Oh, that was from Horace at Trashy Gay Tweets because it was it was the it was liked by um. Trixie Mattel. <laughs> so I saw it. <laughs> Good old Trixie just curating things. <laughs> you know, it's important uh, in today's day and age to have a curator. Oh, it's so true. There's too your much content. Learning. You're right. That's that is one thing, and I may have talked about this before. I don't remember what I talked about in the past that everyone says. Bear with me. Um a curator is important, I think. There's so much medical knowledge, and it's expanding. Mm-hmm. Secondly, every second, a new paper comes out on something. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> oh, bless me. Excuse me. I just think guidance and curation is important, and I think that's why guidelines are becoming more popular, because yeah, the world of medicine is becoming everything. more... Yeah, more uncertain, and clinicians are looking for a place to go. They're like, curate! Somebody curate! Mm-hmm. Somebody curate so I can increase my cure rates. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I know, I just thought of that on the fly. That's a campaign. I thought of it while I was blowing my nose, and I thought, hurry, quickly, before it goes. Blow your <laughs> nose, quick. Because <laughs> sometimes uh, the brilliance is fleeting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're jumping. We're jumping around a lot today. We're jumping. We're popping. Oh, hey, hey. I know. We're I always think, are we going to fill the hour? And we know that that's not the issue. <laughs> the issue is staying, like, coherent and yeah. keeping things concrete and tangible so the audience isn't like, we're not part of your insiders. We, we don't, don't know what you're saying. Yeah. And we're like, Mary, if you email us, yes. you'd be able to if fill you If you emailed in. us, you would know. You would know what we're saying. from heather lately from the podcast support team at spotify and heather and i do love heather but you know it'd be nice to hear from someone else (laughs) i know like we want to share the love we have in our hearts and yeah we can devote it all to heather but we don't want to we're We're not monogamous in our love we want to love everyone yeah we do. Spread the love. Spread the love. <laughs> spread your spreadables, everybody. <laughs> Smear your love on my bagel. <laughs> I thought you were going to say smear your love on my back. <laughs> on my back. <laughs> Rub it in good. <laughs> Smear your love on my chin. <laughs> It'll be an anti-aging cream. Oh, yes. Uh. 
Uh, double up. Uh, uh. <laughs> but I think we'll uh, we'll put a pin in it for now, listeners. And yeah. it was nice to be able to reconnect with y'all. Mm-hmm. Sweden, we love you. Sorry to leave you on a cliffhanger for the Wimbledon final, but... <laughs> <laughs> you will all be bombarded no matter what. You will know happens. by the time You will know. This will be, we're speaking to you from the past. From the Isn't past. that wild? By the time you hear this, you could be dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could be driving, listen to our podcast, and go off the road, honey. But not today. In the past, you're alive. You're alive and well. <laughs> mm. One last blow in my nose for the road. Nice. But, uh,. It was good to see you again, honey. Always good to chat. Always good. I look forward to it. Me too. I always get... I know, I always have the same thing. I'm like, are we going to fill an hour? Are we going to be, you know, what are we going to talk about? But then we just get up here and we kiki and we we do our thing and it seems to work out. (laughs) It does. We take a poo break. We have some coffee. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know, I didn't get up early enough to have my coffee and poo before the podcast, so I do apologize, everybody, but I'm human, (laughs) and you just be thankful my bowels are moving, because not everybody's bowels move every day, Mm -hmm. and I just want to offer my support and my condolences to those people whose bowels don't move every day, because it's a a silent epidemic. I have a great bowel clean-out regimen I can send to you. (laughs) I've picked up on peds. <laughs> and a maintenance peg, dose peg of peg. Encoparesis, <laughs> yeah. peg. Peg. Peg clean out, everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great drag name. Peggy clean out. <laughs> <laughs> it's been patented here, oh. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so if you would like to use that as your drag name, email me at Tea and Toast Podcast for discussion. We'll send you the papers. We'll have our lawyer drop the papers. Yes. I just want royalties from the $75 a week you're going to make performing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. And on that it note. Was, it was nice to see everyone's faces <laughs> in the flesh. Yes, y'all look gorgeous. <laughs> beautiful. You're all beautiful inside and out. And that's how I know that you're truly capturing beauty. Mm-hmm. Good night. Good night. Farewell. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. And bye, 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 bye. Oh, oh, it's not stopping. <laughs>